White Castle, six packs, ribs, four racks, extra cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick-fil-A, eat whatever I want, it's Darren Strong's epic cheat day. Tune in and hear what I have to say, you're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host, Derek Strong. Coming hot with this. Yeah. Didn't you start with the, I think you were the first one. Did it, wasn't a Seagal cast the first podcast? That was I, it might have been. Yeah. I think the, I think, I don't know if it was the first, first one. Because <clears throat> I think he was doing what the R word and oh yeah that's right yeah I, I I wound up being a surprise guest on an R word episode just because I I think I was here to do another I forget why I was here do any of us know why we're here no we don't but and speaking of which guys welcome to another episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast I'm your host Derek Strong and with me is a local legend <laughs> in the stand up comedy scene of Chicago. I was going to say, make a lot of noise for Bob Keen, like I'm introducing you at an open mic. I think it, bears, it bears mentioning that as you <clears throat> as you introduced and said my name, your hand just went towards the hand sanitizer. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to so need t- this. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I, yeah, but just to drink, though, not to actually sanitize anything. Well, you know, I have beer if you need it, but that's still yeah. stronger. That's right. It's just, just by a little bit. <laughs> uh, Bob does have uh, three tall boy PBRs, which when I did drink PBR, I think was the last thing that I did drink. So oh, that's yeah. a rough way to go out. It is, man. <laughs> if you're going to go out with anything, go out with PBR. Yeah, it's a good way to be like, oh, I'm not going to miss this too much. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, so I got, so one of the things that got me to quitting cigarettes was, uh, well, first of all, watching my mom. Smoking bro- the cigarettes I smoke, probably. Watching my mom die. What kind do you smoke? Mavericks. Well, that's what I have right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those are, yeah. I was in Indiana. They were 50, 50 bucks a carton. What do you yeah, want? Exactly. Why wouldn't you buy those? <laughs> yeah. So, so what I did was I would buy a pack of cigarettes. I did two things. So the thing that first got me off was like I'd buy a pack of cigarettes and then I'd smoke back to back, just chain smoke until like I awesome? feel nauseous or, or oh. throw up. Oh, yeah. You get an incredible rush. Yeah. But like you feel like terrible as you're doing it. I yeah. get I and I'd get a good like nine cigarettes in mm-hmm. to a pack, but like back to back. So I would do that. And then anytime I would fuck up and smoke, I would force myself to do that again. What you got to do yeah. is cocaine. Damn. <laughs> Nine cigarettes in a row, row is a fucking just, Tuesday, yeah, man. That's dude, nice. Anybody who's done coke knows exactly what we're talking about. It's just like, yeah, you you don't even realize how many cigarettes you smoke when you do cocaine because that's just it's just part of it. That's also what I like about drinking on cocaine too. It's just you're fucking invincible. What with kind of drinking. nightmare human doesn't drink on blow? Like I know I I've I've met them. I've met them. I don't want to know them. I I don't understand what they're doing. All I know is that you get, you not only crash from the cocaine, you get the worst hangover of your fucking life because you drink 13 times as much as you normally would. Yeah, yeah. Coke hangovers are why I don't usually do coke anymore. Yeah, (laughs) anymore. See, that's both me and Bob could say anymore. Uh, We're both uh, slightly older than, uh, how old are you, Bob? 38. 38 and you uh, you look well for 38 I, you know. I, I i it's through no effort of my own i assure you <laughs> this, here's what happens guys two things either can happen to you either you drink a lot 
and it kind of like preserves you because yeah. like like a pickling process yeah, like, if you like formaldehyde will. Would. like formaldehyde would or it turns your skin into fucking alligator leather <clears throat> and uh yeah yeah you get all bloaty in the face oh man you've seen that i've seen that before too it's just like oh you should have stopped drinking yeah get that sec- fucking that, that fucking golf ball nose the golf ball nose and then just like it's like the crow's feet grow like an extension like yeah, the, there's other branches of the, of the tree under. Just yeah, like, it's just how like do you the, get those wrinkles? It's like the inter, the U.S. interstate system on your face. Yeah, it's just yeah. like yeah, don't go out in the sun so much. Drink in the dark, like like adults. Like adults. Are you supposed <laughs> to? First of all, you should be drinking at night. But if you have to drink during the day, my favorite time, bright and early in the morning, buddy. Mm-hmm. Morning drinking is the shit. You yeah. get to see people on their way to work and laugh at them because they're the losers, not you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 you pussies with your college degrees yeah, and your job. Look at you. Why do you smell so good? Did you shower? Yeah, you fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> you smell like a slave. <laughs> you have to shower before you go in and do stuff you don't want to do around people you don't want to know for money that doesn't get you what you want. Exactly. I'm broke, but at least I'm free, man. This is going to be the worst segue ever, but uh, on that <laughs> note, speaking of working for something that you don't really want, I'm going to name the episode like this. Bob, what is the greasiest meal you have eaten all week? The greasiest meal I've eaten all week, I probably made it. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's actually, delightful. I think this was like this week. Uh, uh, was this the one that you told me that sounds amazing? Uh, uh, the one when uh, my girlfriend, who is a, uh, uh, what we like to call a Jew, <laughs> yeah, uh, her family was in town for Rosh Hashanah. And so Jewish they, New Year for you fucking non-Jews. Yeah, which ironically enough is not in the first month of the Jewish calendar. Nope. You guys love just arguing with yourselves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> uh, what's the old uh, the old adage? Uh, three Jews, four opinions. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's that good. I, I grew up around y'all, yeah. uh, but um. Yeah, so they came over for like sort of a brunch. And now thing. you're growing up in one of us. Hey, oh, hey. I'm with it. Uh, so they call you the chosen people for a reason. <laughs> so they've got extra flexors in there. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> uh, so they came over, and so I made. Uh, she's like, yeah, can you make like a brunchy thing? I'm like, okay. I, her dad keeps kosher. Uh, the rest of her family is uh, cool. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm like, okay, I'll fix. And what I did was I made like a, like a eggs Benedict situation, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, made my own, um, uh, what's that sauce? Holiday, Holiday sauce, sauce which yeah. is mostly butter. Yeah. It's, it's basically the butter mayonnaise. And butter mayonnaise. Yeah, That's warm, the best way to describe hollandaise. Warm whatever. butter mayonnaise is my new term for my jizz, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got kind of a little lemon in there. A little lemony a little Lemon juice. Uh, but I made, and I poached some eggs, and then instead of uh, 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 using English muffins. Guys, I, when you hear this, it's going to blow your cocks off. Say I, I made, instead of English muffins, I made latkes, yep. the uh, potato pancakes, uh, the deep fried potato pancakes. And then on top of that, I put uh, bacon. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> and let's, let's be honest here, though. If you fried up a latke in bacon grease, 
that's going to be a delicious fucking yeah yeah I, I call yeah. that the naughty rabbi <laughs> the naughty <laughs> rabbi <laughs> little uh, little woody allen reference there for for for, for those who know but it, um i called your episode is going to be called bob keen latka eggs benedict yeah i can dig that fuck yeah but yeah so and then i had some turkey bacon uh uh for her dad for right? her dad and i had to uh, I, i'm like okay i'm not gonna fry the it in the same pan as the the bacon bacon because yeah. uh, i'd like to you know continue dating his daughter uh, <laughs> yeah the by the way that's a quick way out of a jewish woman's heart is by serving her kosher dad bacon yeah well i don't know she seems into irony uh <laughs> <laughs> he's five foot three what's he gonna do punch me that's uh, true so uh but yeah yeah that uh yeah i did that and uh yeah it was a, a mighty greasy meal between that, the bacon and the latkes. I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, I, so, I went through a lot of vegetable oil. That is awesome. And that's... Listen, my listeners like hearing about those types of things because, uh, you know, they're, they're of similar proclivities as I am. So when you told me about this at Lincoln Lodge the other day, I was just like... I just kept thinking about it over and over again. I was <laughs> yeah. like, this, this guy... Because like Bob's not a fat man, okay? But, I'm fat enough. I mean, listen, he's he's... I'm beer fat. He's beer fat, but he isn't like, you know, somebody who you would expect is coming up with Lodka Eggs Benedict. With bacon. With oh, bacon. Oh, and with avocado as well, because we had some. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, listen, give that, it some color. Listen, and eggs and avocado and bacon go together really well. Oh, so phenomenally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I grew up with a dad from the South and who did a lot of cooking, and his dad was from Louisiana. Uh, he Why did I Texas. feel like you were from the South? Uh, probably because uh, I'm a horribly bigoted person. Uh, I'm a horribly bigoted <laughs> white guy with a uh, with a with a uh, blonde hair parted on the side, well, yep. blondish hair parted on the side, and uh, just a real proclivity for saying the bad f word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. I'm not saying he's Republican, but he had he w- he felt some kind of way when he saw people storm the Capitol, and it wasn't. It was it Look, wasn't altogether bad. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna call bullshit on all of that. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, hey, here we go. Hey, wow. Let's deep dive into this shit. The right problem here. with, with it. that, it, it, the people are like, I can't believe that. Really, you can't believe that somebody went. If Black Lives Matter did it, I would be all about it. That yeah. would be dope. All right, because it's a bunch of millionaires, a bunch of largely white old millionaires, telling us, you know, making the rules that make everything terrible. Congress has had a. A, 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 a consistent, uh, like I think, approval rating of something like eighteen percent. Okay, yeah, nobody that's a, likes them. Nobody likes <clears throat> it was about time. Now the fact that these fucking knuckle dragging idiot MAGA dipshits did it. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't crazy about that. But like, if they had, if they had gotten a hold of Mike Pence. <laughs> okay, if they had gotten a hold of Mike Pence and like put his head on a pike, I mean, Ida came. Right, yeah. I would have busted a, a like a nut when I'm like, I don't like the people who did it, but man, did they accidentally do the right thing? Yeah, all I'm saying. That's what he's saying. So, uh, but and that's and that's I think I I, I my thing is I just and I'm not one I'm not not an anarchist kind of way. I just my problem with government is that it's always. Uh, well, at least for the last twenty something years, it's appeared to me as being just a show, and it's just a, like another form of oh, just sure. like another distraction. And it uh, and it has to. By well, the way, it has it. to be there. Oh, we do because, like, uh, honestly, we, we keep voting for them. Yeah, we keep <laughs> we, a we keep voting for them, and b it's just like 
you know, how else are you going to keep the population in check? Like, what are yeah, you going to do? Like, people are like, oh, without, if it weren't for Congress, we'd have real freedom. It's like, have you seen <laughs> the kind of people who you don't want the average yeah. American in some flyover state to have real freedom? It's true. Well, you know, who had real freedom, Ed Gein. Yeah. Okay, Ed yeah. Gein, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, they had real freedom, they and they real really yeah, they, look they, what they did with it. Well, I mean, if you look at uh, other nations where they don't have like a central governing body, I mean, you they, you have warlords, and it becomes tribal, and it's just like you know, it's like, and they take over land, and they guess what? They rule it like tyrants. So. Well, you know, you know, it's almost like yeah, as an organism, yeah, the human is not meant to exist in the numbers that we exist. No, we're but, not. We're, you ever tried to get 10 people, 10 of your friends to do the same thing? Yeah. You ever tried to do that, yeah. get consensus from 10 people? Now, multiply that into 300 million people, and some of them live in Arkansas. <laughs> you're not going to get smart shit done. No, you're not. <laughs> so you're not. I, I don't have the solution. Thankfully, I'm yeah. not. That's not my and job. And you know something? Thank God you're not even trying to look for a solution or even weigh in on the fucking subject. This is the most we're going to do any weighing in on the subject. Because you know what? Ain't my fucking place, nor is it something I really remotely give a shit about yeah, on I a day to day. I just do the backstroke in the shit in the shit pool. That's it's it. It's fine. That's all. You know, I mean, look, how many we got? We got what? Five to ten years left on this earth. Let's fucking, you know, yeah. let's not worry about the semantics of it. Yeah. You know, let's just have fun till we see the mushroom cloud. And, you know, and hopefully we're closer than further away. Because the further away you are, yeah, you know, I mean, that's just like that's the cannibal, yeah. you know, survival like who, thing. What kind of asshole yeah. wants to stop Iran from getting a nuke? No, fucking no, give one to please. him. Maybe they've got an idea what to do with it. Well, I mean, when Trump was president, part of me was just like this. Oh, this might be the guy that presses that fucking like. And I'm, this not, is I'm exciting. Talking about, like, yeah, he <laughs> he might press all of them at the same time. Every button just at the desk, just like uh, like like he's fucking Beethoven playing a symphony, just playing that, like, all those fucking buttons at the same time. And he didn't. I'm just like, what a pussy. I feel like America. Is gonna have a, you know, like is gonna have the greatest series finale since uh, uh, since uh, what's the the, the, the Sopranos? Mash, Ma uh, yeah. Sopranos. Sopranos was a, one of the most was one of the most watched. Mash to this day is the most watched season, uh, series, series finale. finale? Yeah, yeah. Well, what if yeah. <laughs> what if a, a, a few a hundred million people died? Now that's that's a series finale. That's, a series finale. that's how you go yeah. out with a bang. And I, I mean, come on, let's be honest. I mean, part of the reason why there's so much infighting in the United States right now is because it's, we're on the decline now. We are. Sure. We just are. We're and that not makes the, perfect We're sense. not the superpower anymore. We're not we're supposed not. to be. Yeah. yeah. Superpower. You know how many countries aren't a superpower? Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're the weird ones. Yeah, we are the weird <laughs> ones. You know, I mean, and listen, China's taking us to task for so many things and they deserve it. They, fucking let them. Yeah. yeah sure. You, you brush fucking up run on this your shit. Mandarin. Yeah. You really want to be, you want to do it? Go ahead. Go for it. You know what? And we'll stay back and. You know, as long as Arby's is still open, I yeah, think they'll I'm make sure Arby's yeah. is still open. It'll yeah. keep us fucking fat and complacent. Fat, yeah, exactly. That's all you want is fat, complacent people uh, yeah. being fat and complacent. So let's talk more about this all this food podcast. <laughs> let's talk, yeah, let's not now let's circle back. So Bob's making these great, amazing, jizzy hollandaise uh, latkes. Um, now I. 
I don't want to make any assumptions, but like in terms of your breath and knowledge of food, like where, what do you mean? Or do you just, do you try to circle the whole culinary spectrum? I mean, well, the more you do it, the more you realize that so much of it is alike. Like I've been cooking so long. Uh, I've worked in restaurants and stuff for like 20 years. And yeah, uh, I mean, growing up, my dad, uh, especially my mom can cook as well, but like my dad, just the idea, if you put, if you take a, a pan or a pot, put a little bit of oil or butter in it cut up onions and, and and sweat the onions, you have just created the base for like five different world-spanning cultures, traditions. That's Absolutely. that's Indian food. Yep. That's Italian, like like making, the, 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 you know, well, American, Italian, whatever, like meat sauce. That's called a mirepoix, right? Uh, well, mirepoix is, it's onions and celery and carrots. And carrots, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's basically, yeah. yeah, you throw that in a pan and that's, uh, you know, that's Chinese cooking. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's all. I mean, that's like Mexican cooking, which is largely Middle Eastern. Yeah, <clears throat> like the, the. And by the way, you could see the influences between the, these cultures. Like you know, it was yeah. so funny. I was watching this. Uh, uh, I, I go on TikTok, and uh, the only like the algorithms got me figured out. I, it's ninety percent just cooking videos. Love it. And they'll have these ones. It's like, have you ever had a chicken shawarma? And I'm like, yeah, everybody has. But it's like, it's basically a a, a, a Middle Eastern burrito bowl. It's like that's no, where they that's, got the fucking. I was idea. gonna say it's backwards. Yeah, exactly. You ever had, ta- you ever had tacos? You ever had al pastor? Yeah, it's on that spit. Yeah, yeah. turn it. Hor- turn it. It's 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 vertical. Turn it horizontal. It's fucking shawarma. Yeah. And so, yeah. or maybe it's the other way around. It's the Either other way, way around, but yeah. exactly the same thing. Same yeah, yeah. shit. And so, so the idea that yeah, they, yeah. it's it's a, a carbohydrate. Yeah. You know, usually a, a bread, protein. Yeah. A pro- and then and then a protein, and then a, a, you throw a vegetable mm. sauce uh, flavorings on it, seasonings. That's basically the main. So totally. yeah, I'm I uh, lately I've been um. Uh, uh, exploring sort of a lot more like east indian stuff like uh like uh, you know yogurt based curries oh yeah uh okay. things like that with like you know with the garam masala and uh, cur- uh curry powder because i'm a cheater yeah I don't, i'm not gonna make my own shit i'm well also I'm i mean guy. to be fair <laughs> and, and to be fair like uh you know most curries most uh east indian curries tend to have can have um up to like 17 oh, to yeah, 30 17, different 30s. spices well you know yeah. what else is a lot like that fucking mole yeah mole. mole if you have a really good mole yeah like the kind that can make like take days to make like when i was down at when i was way, down like how at, i said 17 to 30 i got very specific about that uh, yeah, well you know yeah, yeah it's a bunch. as long as they're odd numbers they sound official <laughs> <laughs> but uh what ends up happening is like like yeah when i was living down in texas uh for like a year i mean okay austin but <laughs> there's still a few mexicans out there uh but like they have some places dude you get the mole and it's like I didn't know food could do this. Like, it's so, like, the complexities and stuff, and it's, like, slow-cooked and all of that. I would just be like, can I get more of just the sauce from the mole? Just gimme, gimme, gimme. Absolutely, And it's phenomenal. And and, and I'm like, this reminds me of when I was a little kid, um, I grew up in Vernon Hills, uh, Illinois, about 30 miles north of here. Uh, Lake County, sort of halfway up towards, uh, sort of halfway between here and Milwaukee. Yeah. Right near the, the, the border. And, um, of Wisconsin. And I, in Vernon Hills specifically, there were a few places that were like, um, like corporate headquarters of places, a lot of IT departments and stuff like that. Makes all the sense. Right. So, so it was a largely fucking white as fuck suburb. Don't get me wrong, but there was a, a decent sized population of like, 
of like Indian East Indian folks. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and also like Asian, you know, a lot of Koreans and stuff. But yeah, <clears throat> but uh, I had this uh, friend when I was a little kid, and we went over. They invited my family over for dinner, and they we walked in, and first we were hit with you know all the spices just smelling the smelling the place up. I'm like, yo, this is wild. What is this? Yeah. And so we're there. I'm playing original Nintendo to age myself here. Uh, and, you know, we're all talking or whatever, but their grandma, this sort of heavy set East Indian, old East Indian lady, uh, doesn't speak English, uh, and is just sitting in the kitchen, stationary, yeah. just kind of doing whatever, which was nothing. Yeah. And then, so we're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then you know, it's like, oh, we're going to start, start making dinner. And almost like on cue, this old East Indian woman pulls out two giant drawers and in those drawers was just massive bins of spices, whole Love spices. It. Yeah. And she just starts without saying, I don't think I heard a word out of her the whole night, not even in, in whatever language she was doing. Cause I don't yeah. know if you know, there's no Indian language. There isn't. There's yeah. like, 30 languages yeah. in India because it turns out yeah. there's a billion of them. Yeah, exactly. I love how the, like, like the media like is, uh, depicts Indian folks and Chinese folks, ironically, as like these neutered, sexless men. These people are fucking, okay? Yeah. There's a, oh, they're definitely there's fucking. billions of them. Billions. Trust me, they fucking. Yeah. And uh, basically, she's just like, just and eyeballing. she's grinding it, right? She, oh, yeah, yeah. She's got like a big mortar and pestle and totally. shit. And she's just grinding the shit up. I'm not, I don't. I'm pretty sure I didn't see a measuring spoon. Yeah. And she made, I don't even remember. I think it might've been, I think she made a version of like Rogan Josh, oh, which yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. that really good, like, like East Indian uh, lamb stew yeah, yeah. with like potatoes and shit. And it's, it was fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, to this day, my dad learned how to make Rogan Josh years later. Yeah, and yeah. He definitely doesn't make it like they do, but, totally. but, uh, but he, he does a good job, but she, just went to work and and I just these giant drawers of fucking love spices. It. I'm like, I don't even know where you get these. I love that. And so yeah, it's uh. But anyway, so th those flavors that doesn't that doesn't uh, uh, not leave an impression. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Well, I'd uh. So my mom, she, like that was her favorite food as a kid. And as a kid, like here was if I had to be vegetarian. Yeah. Indian food every Indian day. Indian food every day. Nothing. Else. They yeah exactly. Indians like they do because I mean the pre uh, predominant the the oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think they have the largest, like mostly vegetarian population in the world. Well, yeah, they, yeah, because yeah, that's a big part of Hinduism. A lot of a lot of Hindu religion, at yeah. least uh, 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 to my understanding. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, vegetarian, not vegan, because they do eat paneer, which is a cheese, right? Right, yeah, yeah. it's firm cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, more, more, it's more like a, a firm tofu than. Yeah, a, yeah well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a curd, like it's yeah. yeah. yeah there's there instead of yeah, tofu, that's their protein. Tofu is basically yeah. is basically like vegan paneer. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm. <clears throat> I'm not sure which predates the other, but either way, I'm pretty sure one inspired the other. It's yeah. good eating either it's way. It's good eating. Yeah, I fuck around with it. Um, and I, I so like I, but like I didn't like Indian food, and particularly is because of cumin. Like it was just the cumin element in Indian. That's food what I prevalent. like. I didn't, but I didn't appreciate it until I got older. And then, right, and then, right. Like, well, forget. that's what makes Mexican food great. That's what makes uh, oh, uh, absolutely. Mediterranean I, I food makes chili great. For oh God my God, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so. I said, there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of differences once you get around it, once you yeah. understand sort of the context. Oh, totally. Well, it's just like if you know if you have Greek food, I mean they they share a spice palette with Greek, Turkish. You know, you just keep just oh, going yeah. down it's, that it's, the, the Spanish. Spice yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, uh, southern Southern Italian. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even southern, like south of France, like yeah. like it's 
Yeah, yeah, it's all around the Mediterranean. They're dealing with a similar climate, which creates similar Similous vegetation. Th- exactly, and that's why you have a fucking you know a a, 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 a th- distinct through line with their spices. So Indian food. Um, I uh, what was I gonna say? I had a, a I had an anecdote about that. Like I've, I don't think I've done it enough in Chicago. Like of course I've gone to go Devon. to Devon, man. Yeah, of course I've gone to Devon, Garib Nawaz. I've done that a few times just yeah. because. I mean, Garib Nawaz is not the best quality not by any stretch and not and it's not meant to be but it's like ten dollars garib nuaz you get an, uh, you get so much good so shit. much food so much food um where do you go on Dubai? uh well i i'll i'll like just sort of pop in any old place yeah uh, but just see um, what's going on i remember there, right? uh years ago i think it was on devon uh there was, used to be a place called modi mahal modi mahal moti okay. mahal and it was like it was like a it wasn't upscale it yeah. was like because they like it was basically like a like a pastry shop. Yeah, they had like pastries. These like and like the uh, different uh, uh, Middle Eastern desserts where they use like cardamom, where we would use vanilla kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and but then they had these amazing uh, things, but it, they were like booths. Like it was like it was pretty casual. Yeah, and we would get just the the, the brightest red. Uh, uh, tandoori chicken and their samosas were phenomenal and so like and and as a kid i'm like what the hell is all this shit yeah yeah. this is i and and i'm going to school with these kids who's like i've been you know i'd go over to my friend's house and they're like we're gonna have chicken marsala it's like you basic bitches do you realize (laughs) that right down the street my friend adarsh i go over to his place like your place should smell like a Darsh's place. Yeah. What the what? hell is wrong with all of you? And, and the running joke uh, with all the, the dumb white trash white kids would be like, oh, Darsh's house smells funny. It's like, a Darsh's house smells interesting. Yeah. Okay. You or All of this, just, I, I couldn't believe what we were missing out on. Yeah. Just like, are you, and it's not like even a white thing. Some of the best Indian food in the world is in. It's Britain. Like Britain. Yeah, it's yeah. in the UK. Well, I mean, I was telling somebody about this recently where, um, you know, when they so people, you know, always have an association with spicy foods, with Indian foods. Like, yes, you go to South India. That's some of the spiciest food on the planet. Oh, However, yeah. it didn't get jacked up to the level that it got jacked up with uh, up until they moved to the uh, until uh, the, um, you know, until it, they got around white people, white guys got are around, like trying to make it into a manly. Thing. Yeah. And that's and <laughs> like, that's oh. what it was. And they would start competing. And this was in England where they would start competing with the restaurants would, compete, and would have the hottest curries. Yeah. And that's how you have like, you know, the development of fall curry, which is a bastardization of Vindaloo curry was right. based off of that fact. Well, yeah. And yeah. And that was strictly because of that. So, I mean, so people are just like this. Oh, I've had some really spicy Indian food. It's like, that's I'll bet it wasn't cooked by Indian people who are also eating it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you you can have some of the most. And and the thing is. It's like when we go to a Chinese restaurant here and people are like, oh, I love General Tso's. I was like, that's an American dish that that Chinese immigrants came up with here. Because they were like, well, we're cooking for children. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. If you go to a Chinese restaurant and you look at what the people who work there, what they're eating at their table, that's not something you're going to be able to order off the menu dude yeah. I, when i lived in austin i worked at a very uh, a really high-end chinese place uh, yeah. a place called uh, lin asian bar dim sum nice uh, if you're down in austin uh, go there uh anything i think there's another spot now that they own uh the, the head chef ling chi Wu. she's amazing yeah um she but uh uh the stuff they had there 
Yeah, they they had like that whatever you know sesame chicken kind yeah. of sh- or sesame beef whatever, which is that, still delicious by the way. It's, it's, yeah. it's fine, it's yeah. fine. But like they'll roll their eyes while they cook it for you. Of course. Like, but there was some stuff. They like the, just some of the, um, I mean. Everybody knows about Peking duck, but just like the subtlety of some of the, like the steamed fish and uh, uh, fish moss soup. And uh, I had, uh, they would have rotating specials. And there was one where it was uh, sea cucumber. And I, 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 they're like, you know, it tastes, I'm like, they didn't. Flavor wise, barely did anything. With yeah, it. it doesn't taste like much, no. but the, the but the textures they're working with. Of course, it's I was it feels like it. a rubbery dong, and so I of course was making jokes the whole time because Absolutely. I can't be trusted to be an adult. Of course, but uh, <laughs> but well, was, it was amazing. A similar thing when I was uh, when I was living in Philly. Like you go to a China, you go to Chinatowns at different places. That's where you could see the difference between an American menu and a Chinese menu. Right. And I was in Philly. I was at a place called Rising Tide, and I got their jellyfish appetizer. And like jellyfish, they do it very simple. It's in a, a soy sesame oil, a yeah. soy sauce sesame oil blend. It's not complicated. It's sort of a ponzu kind of situation. Yeah, more or less. And it's just like you you eat it. It's it's served cold. It's um um wait I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, okay. So, yeah, they serve cold, uh, and it's like, you know, it's like the... You Probably know, some spring onions or something. Spring, it's it's spring onions and cucumber, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the jellyfish. And the jellyfish is like, it's translucent, and it has no... It doesn't, it, like like with the sea cucumber, it doesn't taste like anything. It's all about the texture. The texture I could best describe as a cross between, like, a rubber band and clams. If yeah, that's the be- that's the easiest way to do it, and I'd order it every single time I'd go there. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was so unique. I was just like, okay, this is yeah. It. And and the thing is, a lot of people, for some reason, at least in America, yeah. um, are super myopic with with the idea of like textures. Yeah, like uh, like uh, I mean, even the sushi. Like like I, I've been eating sushi since I was like five. Yeah, love, and I and my dad, man after my own heart. My I dad loves sushi. My, my dad gave food. me so much shit. Yeah, when I I remember, like as a little kid, he gave me shit for ordering a California of roll. Of course, yeah. So before long, I'm like, well, what are you eating? He's like, oh, this is ikura. Yeah, uh, and uni. Oh, I love uni. Oh, oh my, my god. god, it's I the be- love uni. right, and so many people can't handle mm. uni. Ikura is like, a clam, right? Oh uh, no, ikura is uh, the uh, salmon roe. The orange, oh, yeah, yeah, the orange yeah, yeah, salmon yeah, yeah. Okay, which is, by the way, that's also very, phenomenal. Very phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, uni is just rich. Yeah. Rich and, like, just faintly fishy. Yeah. It, and it kind of tastes like if congealed seawater, if that makes any it's sense. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like salty. You get a vague fish flavor, but. It's like fish yeah. icing. Like, fish. Oh, my God. That's you know the I mean? best way to describe yeah, or like uni. fish pudding or something. But, oh, like, yeah. but, like, firmer than pudding and, like, more interesting. Yeah. And but uh, But the thing is, like, a lot of people, like, just catch the texture and i don't know if it's just some inborn fear of getting your mouth jizzed in or something yeah but uh, somehow like uh, so many people are like oh i don't want that i'm like well then have your fucking chicken fingers you fucking pussy exactly like there's so many different things to have yeah. that are so much more interesting and build character frankly so well i mean you know like i was also, a great way to fight racism <laughs> i was gonna say well that's i think well, one of the things why I think food is so like uh, is uh, brings people together is because we all have to fucking eat. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, all need. You know it. what I mean? And there's always comfort foods, no matter what your, where what your background is. And there's things like you know, like flavors that you get turned on to, and that 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 are from a different culture than yours. So it is a great way to bring people together. Oh, yeah. By the way, uni, which is sea urchin roe, um, it's a. Uh, 
It's one of those. It's one of those types of things. Like I was explaining to somebody too about uh, not uni, but uh, unagi, which is eel. Yeah, eel. To me, that's one of the most basic. That's super level basic. It's chicken. Sushi. It's yeah, basically it's chicken. chicken. Because it, first of all, it's cooked. Second of all, they they it's douse sweet it in, sauce. in the, the sweet sauce. I do. I love it. Yeah, but when I was really telling good, somebody, oh yeah, this is eel. They're like this. Oh, I'd never eat that. I'm just like this, like, dude. It's on this chicken. plate, I was gonna say, yeah, on this plate right here, this is one of the most basic things that you have in front of you. Yeah. Meanwhile, you'll eat crab, but that shit looks like alien insects. Yeah. Like, but, but which, by the way, all all insects are uh, is it the insect? Well, yeah, obviously it is. Insects are just ancestors of um of uh crustaceans of or crustaceans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like if you go to like a if you see if you see any videos of of people in Malaysia when they fry a tarantulas and they actually take the flesh out of tarantula, it, it looks, looks like, exactly like crab meat. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's just a that's just biology. That's yeah. just standard. And yeah, you show me a tarantula out of spit, I'll be like, dude, this shit's wild. Yeah, yeah, I'll eat it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Oh, I'd like try. to not get fur in my mouth, but like, yeah, yeah. you do it right. Shit, I'll eat lots of stuff if you spice it right. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I've eaten some pretty exotic things. I'm sure you have. What's the most exotic thing you've had? Oh God, uh, man, I'm trying to think now. I mean, that sea cucumber was pretty wild. That's pretty wild. I mean, I I had, uh, there were, I mean, there would be specials there at, at, at Lynn that was, uh, yeah, just some pretty wild shit. But, um, I do want to do this. My brother did this when he, he went to Japan. My brother, uh, he lives down in Austin now, but for a long time or for like when he got out of college, he was a, a, a bananas trumpet player, and yeah. uh, he would go on tour with these uh, Broadway shows. And there was one show that was touring Japan, and he went to, uh, I think it's called Itsuguri, uh, the, okay. the, the live sushi, like yeah, where yeah, they yeah. cut it there and it's like moving and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, had oh, that'll that. happen with, uh, with like squid and with, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I think it was like squid and octopus. Octopus, and, yeah. Uh, but he, he did that because he's a goddamn savage, but I want to try that because I, I guess the thing is, with those, um, like where it's like fresh dead, freshly dead or whatever, yeah. they, if you put it in like soy sauce and stuff, the salt in it uh, acts sort of the same way salt does in like a battery. And so it'll start twitching. Yeah. Because it like it releases. I've like, seen it happen. I didn't realize that was from the soy sauce. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like a like a salty thing. Oh, wow. OK. And yeah. uh, and so and he'll you know fire that up. And, you know, there's stories mm. about, you know, if you eat the octopus tentacle or whatever like that it'll like try to stick to your mouth on the way down so they'll be like no chew it up very well or else it might choke you wow <laughs> which i think gives it a fighting chance totally <laughs> and i mean well between that and fugu obviously the blowfish oh yeah, where, yeah See, i'm like not even that. gonna fuck with that like, you would never fuck with fugu no i look it's because i know that it doesn't taste like anything like would you have eaten that jellyfish thing if it could have killed you I mean, pro- I mean, just for the shits what, and giggles. You know how I mean, it yeah. tastes, though. Like, like it's like, yeah. okay, there's a bunch of other interesting shit to eat that See, isn't. And I'll, I'll, this is the same reason why, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, at a certain point, I hate when it becomes like exotic for the sake of being weird. Okay. Like, like this is why, I, like, whenever I hear about, you know, the, uh, you know, like, every, here in Chicago, everybody talks about Alinea. I yeah. I mean I wouldn't turn it down. I'm sure it's very good, but like what that's some molecular gastronomy. Yeah, the yeah. molecular gastronomy the foams, takes the fuck foams. Okay, dude, it, it Jeez, takes that's not a condiment. It. It, yeah, it, it, well because like it takes the I, I, reason why I love food like this yeah. out of it is because like it takes there's no historical culture to it. Yeah, like it doesn't bring you back to an understanding of somebody somewhere else a long time ago. Well, I mean I mean I, I get where you're coming from with that, some but futurism also shit. I mean, but that's the thing. I think it also does have a place. 
You know, certainly. Do, do I think it should be as uh, as elevated as it is? I, no. I, not at all. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but it, the people the who want to do it have that much money, so by all means, take I, their money. I mean, listen, if you want to figure out a way to, to cook lobster roll with a laser, great. Good for you. Um, if you f- believe that it brings something new to your flavor profile, by all means. And if you find people who are willing to pay for it, most importantly. I don't want to know the people who have so much opulence. Yeah. That the only way they can move the needle yeah. on their fucking serotonin yeah. is to have something that, unless it's like like an alien organism, I'd eat that. Yeah. I'd eat an alien. Of course. Because that's, I mean, that's <laughs> just, that's history. Well, but, but yeah, like that, that sort of super futuristic molecular gastronomy stuff. I it, nobody nobody's like ah oh, lobster foam just like my grandma used to make nobody yeah, no well yeah, because you don't they, remember nobody, stuff it's a very well, nostalgic well, you, thing food I mean it's one of those things it's one of those things where it's just like there's no way to absolutely uh, make that you know what I don't like I, I don't like this method of cooking I don't like sous vide I I think to me it's just like it's it's a shortcut but it's just like I like. Anytime that I've had it, I've noticed just like this weird consistency with the texture of the food. We were bringing it back to texture, but it's just yeah. like it's this weird texture with the food where it's just I to it yields funny in the and it's fine, which I I'm fine with if that's how it's supposed to. For example, the one of the weird the probably the weirdest thing I've ever eaten was iguana egg. Right? Okay. Iguana egg texturally is one of the most foreign things that I've... Well, yeah, any yeah. lizard thing, let alone I mean, their eggs. Because like with the iguana egg, the shell is not hard. It's soft, right. right? So when you boil it, it's basically all a yolk, right? Okay. And then you suck it out and you pull it out like it's... A, you pull out the shell in like... Oh, it, it almost, almost like looks like a, a condom. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Like similar to, similar yeah, like to that, edamame. but like... And then, um, you know, and then flavor wise, it's like it's like, OK, this is definitely egg yolk, but it's definitely not chicken egg yolk. Right. Right. You know, right. it's like, you know, immediately this is dinosaur that, egg yolk. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> it's dinosaur egg yolk. So it's like by nature, that's going to be weird. Right. Sure. Uh, sous vide is just like you went the long way to make food that would have like a texture that would probably be more appetizing for me and for my palate. I'm sure, not sure, saying sure. for everybody, but you went the longest possible way to make this more, less appetizing. For I me. mean, uh, yeah, the sous vide stuff is like. The the one really legit way uh, I used to I, I dated a girl a few years ago who's yeah. uh, like a craft cocktail bartender like, okay like makes, yeah. and like makes her own bitters her own uh, uh, syrups uh, actual artist with it yeah, yeah she, not a bartender she, she does some pretty phenomenal yeah. shit uh, I'm a bartender like hey yeah two more bucks and you can get a shot of Malort with that old style like I'm that which is frankly more the bartender I want to be yeah but because you know I'm a scumbag so but she uses sous vide to make a lot of um uh yeah just to prepare a lot of ingredients for making of shrubs bitters love it. Uh, uh, things like that that's a practical so it's, use it's, of it it's yeah. as much uh, like sous vide i i like the sort of it's sort of uh a, a applications as like almost chemistry yeah you know what i mean oh totally which really i mean cooking is largely sort of chemistry and physics for people who Absolutely. don't want to do math and uh well that's your molecular gastronomy fuckers that's a that's yeah. a, that's why there's so much science involved yeah. with it is because they're really trying to like but also Cook, I just, it's cooking for uh, cooking for people with asperger's exactly it's uh you know it's uh cooking with the utmost pretension um yeah yeah 
I uh, the, uh oh, we have a what's it called? Um, oh God, what are the what's the one that? Oh, we, we have we have a, a deconstructed foie gras in the form of a lollipop. Why would I ever want that? I know what foie. By the way, are, uh, are yeah, you I'm for in, or against foie gras? I'm all for it. Okay, because yeah. I know fuck a lot the, of people. Man, fuck those ducks. Listen, they're gonna die anyway. Yeah. Uh, and if uh, would you rather gr- I punch them to death? Yeah. Then we exactly. don't get delicious liver. Yeah, and it's just it, it foie gras is amazing. I, and I, I like foie gras as it is. I don't want it as a lollipop, okay, or a lozenge, dude. I was watching. Uh, I was watching, and I believe it was. Uh, um, oh god, what the fuck is it? You just named the rest. Alinea. Uh, uh, Alinea, because I was watching Bizarre Foods, Andrew Zimmer, and one of my favorite shows. Oh yeah, it's and great. like they made something, something, and they served it, and they called it a lozenge. I'm like, that's not. That's bad marketing. Food. Yeah, you know that's not really a lozenge, no. like. You're going to go into all this trouble yeah, to take fog around, do this, that, the other thing to it, but you can't be like, hey, uh, what if there was a synonym that is a little more appetizing than lozenge? lozenge. You know what lozenges are? It's what your grandma gave you when you had a cough. Exactly. Like, exactly. Wh- this just sounds unappealing. I mean, I'd almost rather you call it a tablet. Like just, <laughs> a ta- it's a start. Exactly. If you called it a tablet, then you know what? That gives me more of a science bend, which is what you're going for anyhow. Right. Lozenge does not. Lozenge is just like quack. It's like quack medicine from like the 1880s. Exactly. It's like, oh, when are we <laughs> going to get the leaching appetizer? Oh, know? afterwards, I'll take you out for a phosphate. <laughs> the phosphate. <laughs> they would serve phosphate. Oh, have you ever had sarsaparilla before? That's an old timey yeah. beverage. Well, yeah, it's sort of. It's uh, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. it's like. Uh, uh, sarsaparilla is the VHS to root beers Blu-ray. Exactly, and it's uh, it's it, basically it's like it's like if a, a if a mint julep fucked a root beer, it's not del- it's not good by any stretch. It's not terribly good. No, though. no. And then it, back it's like east, a struggle root beer. Back east, we had something uh, in Pennsylvania in particular, something called birch beer. I've heard of this. Birch beer is fucking delicious. I wish I could get some out here. It's uh, but um, yeah, it but made it's out like, of like birch of, tree root or something. Um, you would think. I don't think it is. Um, but I I don't know where the name actually comes from. Um, you by the it way, this is a Yingling very well. I hear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you know about Yingling. Oh yeah. Uh, dude, fucking Yingling light sustained me in Philly for fucking a year and a half. Strong work. Yeah, man. Yeah, old dude. style is uh, superior. Old style. I listen. I, I love me some old style. I, I always and I think you were were you the one that was telling me that old style is not because I thought it, the only time I've seen old style was here in Chicago. Oh no, it's brewed in Milwaukee. Okay, so it's from Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it, I think it, it's Milwaukee. Either, but, no, it's not St. Louis. That's but it is a national. It is a national brand, though, right? Uh, it's around places. I yeah. think. Um, I mean, it's mostly around like Chicago and the Midwest. Makes uh, sense. Okay, but somebody but I, was telling me that it's national. I'm like, I've never seen it before. Here. I, I'm trying to remember because, like, you can. Uh, it might be going that way. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I haven't kept up on it because I'm trying to remember when I lived in Texas if I ever saw Old Style because I saw Malort in Texas. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Do they like it there? Did uh, you? Wait, wait, no, they don't. But they you, have it. Did you introduce them? Uh, yeah, I'm like, as if I'm the Johnny Apples. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> uh, I went to New Orleans a few years ago. And, you know, in New Orleans, uh, when it comes to booze, everything's legal. And so I, me and my girlfriend, actually the, the craft bartender chick, she, um, she and I were going to had a plan. We, we brought two bottles of Malort in our, in our luggage because really? we wanted to walk around like Bourbon Street 
with the, an open bottle of this shit just to freak out the locals. My God. But you the, monster. Well, here's the problem. is I'm supposed I, we to have were, umbrella drinks on Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, we, we'll just go up to their slushies and put some of that shit in there. <laughs> really ruin it. But uh, the thing is, uh, we got, uh, yeah, we got we got our dicks stepped on because uh, we went down there, my, uh, my buddy Mike Polino, uh, shout out to Mikey Two Dicks. Uh, that's a whole other story. Mike uh, but he um, uh, is like a Southside Jagoff. Like he's from the Southside. He's like, he's that dude. He's like sort of a bridge. I think maybe Bridgeport, whatever it is. He's a fucking freak show. And he had this bar in Chicago for a while and it, uh, called uh, uh, High, High Tops. Yeah. I think yeah. it was High Tops up on like Irving Park Road, I think. So it was like, it was given the distinction by Jepson's Malort as the best Malort bar in Chicago, and hence America. So and it, he he's such a Malort. Wait, to find a Malort bar, do Some, they specialize in Malort? Somebody There's, who admits to having it. I was going to say, because like, <laughs> the only Malort I've ever seen is Jepson's Malort. Well, I know well, no, no, the, the Jepson. Well, yeah, it is. I, I guess there's a couple other ones that are, because it's part of a tradition. Like, it's like a, a it's a, it's an herbal digestif uh, from like uh, Sweden, I think. And but they don't drink it there. Well, oh, oh man. yeah, Sweden has weird fucking food. They have weird food, so it, it makes all the sense in the world. That fucking fish in the can where the can explodes oh, yeah. oh. because it's so fucking rotten. Oh yeah, yeah. They have like fermented shark and shit. Yeah, and like yeah. And so of course, poor, pickled herring is like tame. Tame, like that's fucking. You give that to your kids in their bag lunch. Dude, fucking that makes all the sense in the world yeah. that Malort comes from Sweden. They eat they're some goofy shit. Like my god, people say that what the UK, what what England did to the world through colonization was so yeah. terrible. But it's like you understand if England didn't do that, they did that shit for spices. Because if they didn't do that, they'd be Scandinavia, and that food is trash. Yeah, that food is hot fucking garbage. Yeah. It is. It is fucking dill on top of struggle. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's oh. like everything is like dill on herring or something dude, like that. Dude, which is like fine, but like, dude, what do you think Swedes could do if they had some fucking paprika? Yeah. You know, just anything. But yeah. but anyway, uh, uh, so we were down in New Orleans and we we're like, oh, we're going to freak out the locals. Walk down the street with an open bottle of Malort. <laughs> of Malort. That is ballsy. But instead, but we we didn't even get, we didn't even bring the bottles out the whole time we were there. It was Halloween. Yeah. And the Bears were playing in New Orleans. Uh, and we had tickets, but then we got together with Mike, who was bartending at this place called the Three Legged Dog. It was like off of Bourbon Street. Yeah, uh, and it's one. Of, it was a twenty four hour bar. Twenty four hour bar. Those exist. Those exist there. And not only that, but it also had a wa- like a la- like okay, not a laundromat. It had one washer and one dryer in it that you could that was rusty as shit, but you could do your laundry there. Dude, that's not the only time. There's I've a heard bunch of, of yeah. places in New Orleans that do this. And so probably because I sweat so much. Yeah. But uh, so uh-huh. so we like he's like, hey, come down to the bar. But was like, hey, and then he pours up shots of Malort. I'm like, you have Malort here? It's like, dude, when I came down here a couple years ago, no place had Malort. But and but he's such a fucking just drink and destroy psychopath. He would go around to a bunch of bars and bring people around. He's a very charismatic fella. And he would berate <laughs> the bartenders for not having Malort. They've never heard of this shit. Of course not. But they're like, uh, yeah, I guess we can. Get-. And he he brought down like a case or two cases of Malort with him. And he's like, here, here's a bottle of Malort for the bar. 
And so we went, we drank more Malort the in New Orleans. Of Malort, Dude, Jesus. the Johnny Appleseed of Malort. Johnny Appleseed. Dude, yeah. it's bananas. We were getting shit-faced on Malort the whole time we were in fucking New Orleans. I love like it. Like, between that and fucking, uh, 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 we went to an absinthe bar that's been around since, like, God the 1780s before we went to breakfast. <laughs> Honestly, like, I cannot wait till you donate your liver to science when you die because they're, they're going to study that thing. They're going to be like this. How did he do this for this long? Yeah, my, yeah I, I have, like, the Lou Gehrig, the, the Lou Gehrig, of, or no, not the, uh, the, the Mickey Mantle of livers. <laughs> like, me, me and Burt Kreischer, I swear to God. And, but, yeah, no, when I was down in Austin, uh, I found out that they had Malort. Yeah. And I made so many local comics, <laughs> Tribal Lord for the love first it. time. I and fucking love it. Mo- like, they hated it. Yeah. It was so fun. Now, as a comic, how did you fare when you were out in uh, Austin? Oh, Austin's great, man. Yeah. yeah I hear good things. When I was down there before, you know, the Rogan apocalypse, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> where everything's growing by leaps and bounds out there. But even when I was down there like three years ago, yeah, um, it was really cool. It was like a, a smaller... It's still, uh, uh, in a way, a smaller scene than Chicago. It takes yeah. years and years and sort of a couple classes of comics, you know what I mean? Totally. To like come out, um, uh, although it has hit the accelerator down there. A lot of people have moved down there, but yeah. thankfully not a whole lot of great ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, kind of. But <laughs> but like, um, no, when I was down there, uh, there's a lot more rooms down there now. There's a lot more yeah. like good like clubs and and just shows and people are like it, the crowds down there are so much better than Chicago crowds. Really? Oh my god, Chicago crowds. Listen to me, <laughs> fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> not even like because I get laughs in Chicago. It's fine, uh, but it's just it's not uh, in Austin. And you would think this wouldn't be the case since it's a college town and with so many young folks and a lot of them are you know, all over social media with the the hashtags and the earnestly held political opinions and shit. But they know, but it's still some about that place. They can turn off in a way sort of their, they walk in, they're like, I'm at a comedy show. Yes. I'm not here to just for listen. political commentary. For, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. For, for stuff I agree with. I don't, yeah. they know, it's so weird to have. Well, you don't want to say they know how to take a joke there, but it's like they, they know, know that it's, it's they a know joke. That it's a joke, right? Yeah. Right. They, 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 that's the thing is is that they know they're like, okay, if I laugh at a thing, yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna vote for that thing. Exactly. And I Which swear, is a to big f- difference because you and I have dealt with this. I've dealt with it too, where you you could feel the audience's collective asshole tighten up when you say the word black and you're a white comic. Say oh the my word god, black. you could be talking about having a black toe from fungus, and guess what? The second what the word black is out, wait, who, dude, who's black? It's just like, no, I'm not. Talking okay, about, for yeah. years I had this bit where essentially uh, the it was uh, I would uh, I, I like hanging out with black folks more than white folks because it's bad PR. Uh, but <laughs> but then but then I would say uh, but black folks like hanging out with me because I give away white people secrets and it turns into this whole just it was like you know making fun of white guys for that like it's like uh, here's a white people secret our hips are in our shoulders that's why we dance so goofy that kind of shit <laughs> <Like> that. <clears throat> but then I end it with a whole like rapid fire screed about the CIA flooding the. Uh, flooding the streets of the inner cities in the eighties yeah. with crack cocaine. Yes, in which effort. by the way, that's not even a conspiracy. That's well, like, actually, actual... that's that's the initial punchline. Yeah, uh, is that is like yeah, blah blah blah, the crack cocaine in an effort to because when you get a felony in this country, yeah. you don't get to vote anymore. 
even yeah. after you're done serving your time. And guess who mostly votes Democratic? Yeah. And this was during the Reagan administration because that man was the Antichrist. Yeah, he was. So uh, basically, uh, I'm like, blah, 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 in an effort to the CIA under George H.W. Uh, yeah. Bush. And I'm like, I was going to say, by the way, H.W. Bush to me is the Antichrist. Like, oh, he, yeah, was the he, most, was, he was the most, that was the most terrifying president he, we've ever had. People like, oh, he's just, oh, he ran the fucking CIA. CIA. He ran the CIA. In the okay? 80s. In the 80s, he have, ran the CIA. Oh. Okay, you're, you're talking about his opponent was the Soviet Union, okay? Here's how st- at, the, at the height of the fucking Cold Here's War. Here's why yeah. I know, like, the wokesters who are, like, you know, maybe yeah. in their 20s are are dumb shits. They're like, George W. Bush was the war criminal. It's like, you don't know about his dad, dad. do you, dickhead? Wow. He was so evil, he went into Iraq and it was popular. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. But anyway, by the end of the bit, I'm like, now that's not the the, the, the secret. We all know that crack shit happened. The, the, but the, the, uh, the white people's secret is that in 1992, Crack usage was on the, the decline, so the CIA flooded the streets once again with an even more addictive and destructive substance, and they called it Flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and when the, when I tell you that white liberals, yeah, <laughs> buttholes clench up to the point where they create entire new universes. Oh yeah. And then when the, and it, the, I usually, when I'll tell this joke in like a North side Chicago room, it's a bunch of white liberals and like, you know, the four black people that can afford to live in the neighborhood. Yeah. And the four black folks are almost always laughing their fucking asses yeah. off while everybody else is being offended for them. Yeah. It's the most bonkers. And it happens. I'll say 95% of the time. Yeah. It, I'll, I'll say, which is enough to say every time. Have you ever heard Eric Emerson's bit about anime? It's similar to that where he's just like this. He goes, anime has has wreaked havoc across the black uh, the black community worse than crack cocaine ever did. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I really is, I'm like, curious as to how that is. There's got to be a sociological reason for it, but it's bananas. I, it's so here's a, the risk reward. Like what I like about it is because of how ballsy it is. Because like the risk reward proposition that he that he poses with it. Yeah, it's just like people like they have to be invested in number right. one and number two. It's just like it either goes amazing or he absolutely, absolutely turns the room. Eats yep. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and but but back to the point is that is that in in you're Austin, saying Austin in Austin yeah. they'll they'll go with you because they are interested in having a good time. Absolutely. They'll go to a comedy show and are interested in enjoying it. Yeah. In Chicago, <clears throat> a lot of these rooms. And maybe the the hosts could do a better job setting the room up for yeah. fun, because uh, boy, howdy, the fucking hosts in this city. There's like a handful of really good ones, Thank and you. then a bunch of people who are not interested in doing it. Mind saying. you, I am not interested in being a host. Yeah. I hate it. But uh, uh, by the way, host, I'm one of the people that love it, and I just want to get better at it. Yeah, That's my thing. well, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you're. In, uh, I'm not interested in people having fun, but <laughs> just as a human, I'd like them to. I just want them to laugh at me because I'm better than them. But, <laughs> but it's because I'm a diseased human. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but down there uh, or up and here, and he's not just talking about STDs anyway. No, 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 yeah. no. I've somehow dodged most of that. Yeah. Uh, most. Uh, uh, but like down there, they're like. We're interested in having a good time and laughing because if we don't, we'll have a bad time. Yeah. Up here, 
in a lot of places, probably, I don't know, probably Portland. Uh, just, uh, probably, I heard nightmares about that. I've heard shit way. about yeah. New York, too, where outrage, yeah. being outraged about something gives some people the same dopamine hit that laughing should. Um, and I, I can honestly agree or I can understand. I mean, I've, I, if you go back a good five, six, seven, eight years in my social media feeds, I'm sure yeah. I've been, you know, on that shit. I was, I was one of those outspoken atheists. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Wasn't that yeah. a bummer back in like that? 06, yeah, 07. Yeah, they were, they were I read yeah. God is not great. And now don't tell me, don't tell me Merry Christmas. <laughs> like I, I just would ruin parties. It was a fucking, like not terribly I, aggressive. I'll be honest though. When I hear people do that, I feel less like, Oh, they're being pro atheist and being like, and more like they're just being douchey. Right, right. Well, yeah. I, and I know that because at the time <laughs> I knew I was in my head and I wanted attention <laughs> I love it. I and I hadn't figured out how to be it. funny yet. And I was a bass player in a band. So nobody gave a fuck about me but if i could yell at them about no you need to tell me that your grandma's a fucking jerk off because she believed in jesus like yeah that felt good to me and uh forever the troll bob keen dude so many people are never get it (laughs) twisted trolls are not a minority there's a reason Okay, Donald Trump didn't get elected because a majority of Americans are white supremacists no they got because a majority of Americans want to see wild shit yeah. and want to say wild shit and want to stir up wild yeah. shit. And because that's the majority, that was doing. The majority I mean, yeah. of Americans are bored. Yeah. Bored as fuck. Yeah. Can't it, it, it just. And, and we have the whole world at well, our fingertips I mean, entertainment wise. But we how, need to look, see some shit with fucking body counts. Well, I mean, with Trump, one thing that nobody could take away from him is like he had of any president ever. He had the most media coverage. He made Any good t- TV. Oh, my God. Anytime he did anything. And that's why, again, my conspiracy theory brain is just like this. Does everybody not notice what level of distraction this motherfucker is? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he is the keys that they that get dangled in front of the fucking dog. Oh, yeah. You know, that's exactly what he is. I mean, that's, yeah, that's while he's getting put into the car to go to the to go to the do, to go to the veterinarian to get his fucking exactly, balls chopped off. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. He's and the keys that brings him into the car to take him to the vet. To, to take him to the vet to get neutered. And that's again, that was just my opinion. And again, I'm not a political guy. And now he's guy. really yeah. good at yeah. it. Yeah. He, phenomenal. He, uh, dude, I, I still just like, viscerally oh, hate so, the guy. I was just like this. He's dumb. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm definitely not a fan. I know what he's I, doing and yeah. I still hate him. Yeah. and but, <laughs> but that's the thing, though. It's just like people like he's dumb. I'm just like this. What are you talking about? This he, motherfucker knows exactly really, what he is. He's really brilliant he's at doing. one thing. Yeah, but, but that it, one thing is the perfect thing to be brilliant at in 2021. 100%. Like he is. He has that shit down to a fucking art. OK, but certainly not yeah. down to a science. But yeah, an art. But, but an art. But the but man an art. is an artist of yeah, a troll. I, I, listen, that's he, what he is. He had yeah. fucking Native American, he had Indian like leaders into the White House for some uh, signing something, but it was, uh, he made sure it was <laughs> framed, the picture was framed under a portrait of Andrew fucking Jackson. Stop. Okay? I'll bet he gave him a $20 bill, too, just to be a dick. Because that <laughs> is trolling. Uh, you gotta love Unbelie- that. Now, it's, now, this is why we can't have funny presidents. Yeah. This is why, because he is objectively the funniest president. By far. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. And like, when he, he was making dick jokes during presidential debates. Yes. He literally yeah. was like, there's no problem down there, while he's holding his hand out like yeah. a guy who would measure a foot-long dick. Yeah. 
and and, it, and that's the thing though like uh, the one thing that he capitalized on is that he understood the fucking the power of buzzwords yeah you know what i mean whereas like you know the, you know i'm not saying all pre- all presidents do it but like he understood like he was just like this okay if i press this button They'll react this way. And it's just as simple as that. And people want to go the long roundabout way. No, he was just like this. What is the shortest way to get to this button being There's pressed? There's a reason and he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Exactly. Okay. I don't know. I'm not really into wrestling. Yeah, but- I am. And by the way, when he, re- this shows you how evil Vince McMahon is, the owner of the WWE. Mm-hmm. It's when they wrestled each other. They never wrestled each other, but they had wrestlers that wrestled on their behalf sure. during their WrestleMania match. That's not politics. Check I don't know out. what is. Want to hear the most incredible part? Mm. Donald Trump was the good guy. Yeah. His wrestler was the good guy versus Vince McMahon's bad guy. Vince McMahon. And by the way, Linda McMahon, his wife, was the... Uh, in the she, fucking... Yeah, yeah in she's the a, cabinet. She's on, she's on the cabinet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. The most evil <laughs> most evil person in... The, was There's it, yeah. two people in the fucking White House for four years who took the worst ever stunner bumps in the history of Stone Cold Stunners. Did you ever see the clip of Linda McMahon getting the oh, stunner? Bad. And it was better than Donald Trump's. Yeah. Donald Trump. His, Donald Trump, that was like when he did. He just sort the, of lurched over. Yeah. I thought maybe he was he died on some unrelated shit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's close out on this because we're going to end oh, yeah. this up. Uh, where can people find you online? Do you want them to be able to find you online? Do you want them to find you in real life? Uh, this is your Tinder profile in action. Right you can here. find me on Pornhub.com in yeah. the comment threads of every <laughs> in the in the comments of every single incest video. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but dude, how are you doing that? Because all of their videos are incest themed nowadays. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed during this episode, I've uh, commented on four of them. I thought you were going to say Esbian, uh, ebony lesbian gangbangs because like to me like that's where i thought bob Keen would be hanging out long, no so. no no that's very threatening to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram at the bob Keen. Uh, if i get a lot of followers i might post more uh and then on um uh facebook you can really find if you really want that nightmare uh, just Bob Keen. Uh, look for the, I don't know, the guy that looks like me. Uh, and uh, but yeah, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think there's, I'm going to be, I'm going to get around to making some TikTok videos. So follow me on at the Bob Keen. Probably yeah. actually a lot of cooking content. Yeah. I was going to say, I've had TikTok now for like three months. And I haven't posted one fucking video. Yeah. No, I, I basically use it to just watch, like, to, I just collect recipes. I it's fucking it. great. But um by the way, thank you for so much for making this a food centric uh, episode cuz I I did not know about your culinary background until now. Well, yeah, I don't seem yeah. like the kind of guy who uh, can cook things because I don't I don't well, look you like, look I like I get you up could, before. but you, yeah. <laughs> I look like I, I work in a kitchen just be, just for the coke. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's actually I heard that's a fairly true statement. That, Ooh, uh, yeah. b- 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 big time. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've got stories. Uh, All right. Well, you know what? I would love to have you back one day hey. if, you'd, if you'd be up for it. Oh, without uh, a doubt. And uh, guys, thank you for checking in. Oh, yeah. And hit me up. Epic Cheat Day podcast at Facebook, Instagram. Uh, um, and of course, at Gmail, um, epicchitepodcast.com. Send me an email. All right. Tell me, tell me how you feel about Uni. Uh, anyway, guys, take care. Bob, have a good one.